Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! And now, Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who fights a never-ending battle against crime and injustice, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper. As you remember, Editor White, Kent, Lois Lane, and Ralph Remsen had gone to the mayor to enlist his aid in the campaign against District Attorney Parker, whose crooked practices, they believe, made him unfit for office. The mayor had pledged his support when the Invisible Man strange and baffling ally of the crooked DA, warned him against it by involving the mayor's wife and daughter in a near-fatal accident. Then, Kent surprised everybody by refusing to have anything more to do with the campaign himself. As our story opens today, we join White and Lois, who are driving alone to see the governor in the state capital 140 miles away. Any for your thoughts, Lois? What? Oh. Oh, I was just thinking. About Kent? Yes. Funny his acting the way he did, wanting to give up this campaign against Parker. Oh, he's never been very courageous, but... Well, I never thought he was that cowardly. Well, yeah, best forget it. Tired? A little. Say, you're certainly pushing this car along. Must be doing 70. Well, yeah, there's not much traffic on the highway this time of night. How far do we still have to go before we reach the governor's mansion? About 40 miles, I'd say. Let's see. Yes, a 100-mile mark is just coming up. Another mile and a quarter, and we will have covered exactly 100 miles. On with the car roars at 70 miles an hour, headlight boring into the black night, onward to certain destruction. Meanwhile, at the offices of the Daily Planet, Clark Kent talks to Ralph Remsen, the man responsible for the campaign against Parker, unaware that his friends are in danger. Listen. Exactly what makes you so anxious, Remsen, to get District Attorney Parker out of office? I don't like crooks, Kent. And I don't like to see the people of this city cheated and hoodwinked. I don't like cowards either, Kent. Meaning what, Remsen? You know, Kent, there's something peculiar about you. What do you mean? Well, take what happened in the mayor's office this afternoon. All of us are searching for a dictaphone, thinking that maybe the invisible man works his trick voice that way. Yes? You go into another room, another office, and start searching that. Well, the next thing we know, you're out on the fire escape. And to get to that fire escape from the other room, you'd have to leap 20 feet through space. Ah, I explained that, Remsen. I merely walked through the mayor's office, went downstairs to the office just below the mayor's, and came up again by way of the fire escape. Yes. But for one thing, I didn't see you come through the mayor's office. I've already said that all of you were too busy searching the place to see me. Maybe so. But if you wanted to examine that fire escape, why didn't you do it through the mayor's office? Why did you have to go downstairs and come up on the fire escape? Well, I, I thought... I, yes, I thought yes, yes, you thought what? Well, you see, I... Hello, I, everybody. I, oh, hello, Jimmy. Uh, you know Mr. Remsen, don't you? Oh, I sure do. You're the man who's giving Mr. Kent and Miss Lane all the dope in Parker, aren't you? That's right, Jimmy. I've been looking for Miss Lane. Anybody know where she is? Oh, didn't you know, Jimmy? I not. Lois and Editor White are on their way to the governor's mansion. They want to get the governor's help in this campaign against Parker. Oh. They left about two hours ago. 
Ought to have covered the best part of the trip by this time, a hundred miles at least. Why didn't you go with him, Mr. Kent? You and McLean are working the case together, aren't you? Yes, yes, that's right. Mr. Kent doesn't want to say so, Jimmy. But at the moment, he and your friends aren't getting along so well. You mean Lois and Mr. White are mad at you, Mr. Kent? Oh, in a way, yes. Why? What happened? Well, Mr. I... Mr. Kent wanted to give up the campaign to get rid of District Attorney Parker. It seems the invisible man is sort of getting on his nerves. Get this. That isn't true, is it, Mr. Kent? But Jimmy, I just don't see how we can do anything against an adversary you can't even see. Or to put it bluntly, Mr. Kent doesn't see why he should risk his neck. Now, that isn't true. Mr. Kent is the bravest man in the world. Well, when we were Those are Mr. Kent's own words, Jimmy. Now, wait a minute, Ramson. I was just trying to look at things sensibly. You're trying to make me out a coward in front of Jimmy here. Well? Because you're a coward, Mr. Kent. You're not going to let him get away with it, are you? So long as I know it isn't true, Jimmy. But you can't let a man call you a coward and not do something about it. Yes, why don't you do something about it, Kent? I've been itching to take a sock at you ever since you tried to get everybody to give up this campaign against Parker. If there's anything I detest, it's a coward. Fighting won't get us anywhere. Maybe you'd change your mind if I took a poke at you. See how you're like this. Oh, my hand. My hand. You must have a jaw like steel. I think I've my hand. He hit you right in the butt, oh. and it didn't seem to hurt you at all. But look at him. It must have been the way he hit me. He must have hit a nerve in his hand. Yeah, it was like hitting a stone wall. Mr. Kent, this doesn't settle that business about you being a... Well, you know what I mean. Jimmy, I hope I'm not a coward. I'm not giving up this campaign against Parker because I'm afraid. And why are you giving it up? The answer to that, my friend, is very simple. What was that? Who said that? That's the voice of the invisible man, Jimmy. Huh? I'm sort of getting used to it now, but you have Invisible man! Jimmy, you haven't met me before. And so naturally, you're a little excited. How do you do, Jimmy? Oh, uh, hello. Oh, Kent, this question of whether you're a coward or not seems to be a difficult one. Frankly, I'm of the opinion that you are a coward. Maybe we ought to take a vote on it. I have little respect, Kent, for a man who will forsake his friends as you have done the minute danger begins to threaten. I don't see... What are you getting at? What do you mean, when danger begins to threaten? Why, yes, Invisible. Exactly what did you mean by that? <laughs> You're suffering from a case of nerves, gentlemen. I meant nothing special by what I said. <laughs> nothing could possibly happen to Miss Lane or Mr. White, could it? Certainly not with me here, and they, shall we say, at least a hundred miles away? No. No, I, I suppose not. Jimmy, what time is it? Oh. Just a little after ten. Uh, I've got to see the press room foreman right away. Jimmy, you and Remsen can keep the invisible man entertained until I get back. Oh, all right, Mr. Ken. Mr. Remsen, this invisible man actually exists, or am I dreaming? I'll answer that, Remsen. No, Jimmy, you're not dreaming. I am really in this room with you, but you cannot see me. You see, by means of a trick, who didn't himself couldn't tell. I may be wrong, but I'm afraid there was some implication in what the Invisible Man said about Lois and White being in danger. Just to be sure nothing happens to them, I'd better see if I can pick up their car. Now, there's the post road below me, like a silver snake in the moonlight. I don't see a car anywhere. Maybe the Invisible Man didn't mean anything at all by what... Wait. There. There are the headlights of a car. Far in the distance. Maybe White and Lois. I'd better pile on speed. I've got a feeling the seconds may mean the difference between... Yes, there's no doubt, Lois, that the governor will help us. Well, it's this invisible man business that bothers me, Mr. White. Mm, that is a riddle. You know, I... Well, you better slow down, Mr. White. It's pretty steep curve ahead. 
practically a hairpin turn. Yes, I'd better slow. But, but what the... Mr. White, what's happened to the car? Oh, the steering wheel. It's broken. Mr. White, we're heading for that, that cliff. Oh, what the... Lois, the brakes don't work either. Oh, oh gosh, there's nothing I can do, Lois. Nothing. The handbrake. Try to work the handbrake, Mr. White. Oh, that doesn't work either. Oh, we can't stop. There's the edge of the cliff. We're going over it. Ah! We're out in space. We're falling, Lois. Falling. No, we're not falling. What? We're flying. Good heavens. Something's holding us up. Swinging us around toward the road again. You're right. Cut the admission. We're being lifted back onto the road. We're safe. Quick, let's get out and see. Come on. There's no one here. Nothing. There is. Look. Against the moon. The figure of Superman. Kent, another chance? Yes, Mr. White. Maybe there's some reason for his trying to... The only reason he's got is fear. Mr. Remsen, you're beginning to give me a pain in the neck. Jimmy, no way to talk to people older than yourself. I'm sorry, Miss Lane, but... Forget it. White, I say fire, Kent. If we're going to win against Parker, we need men, not mollycoddles. Yes, you're right. There's nothing to do but fire, Kent. And I might as well... Hello, everybody. Uh, You wanted to see me, Chief? Yes, Kent. I guess the quicker I get this over with, the better. Kent, you're fired. Gee, Mr. Kent. I'm sorry, Kent. You've proven by your actions that you're not the man we need in a job like this. Oh, sure. Sure, I understand. Oh, Clark, aren't you going to say something in your own defense? Are you going to stand there and take this the way you take everything else without doing something about it? Mr. Kent, aren't you going to say something? Do something. What can I do? Oh, if you only had a tenth of the courage Superman has in his little finger. I'm afraid you can't compare me to Superman. No, there's nothing I can say except... Well, I'll have to take my story to another paper. What's that? What story? A story about the Invisible Man. Kent, you break that story in another paper and I'll break you. I don't see why I shouldn't break it. I solved it, didn't I? I don't care whether you... What'd you say? Okay, I solved it. I know now how the Invisible Man makes himself invisible. Oh, I've had enough of this nonsense from you, Kent. Get out. Wait a minute. Clark, did you mean that? Do you really know how the Invisible Man makes himself invisible? Well, I can do it myself. I don't believe it. Yes, and neither do I. Well, I'll have to break the story in another paper, I guess. Now, wait a minute, Kent. If you can show us how it's done... If you can really make yourself invisible, you you can have your job back. Oh, I don't know. Oh, please, Mr. Kent, please show them. And I'll raise your salary. Well, that is an inducement. All right, it's a bet. Ridiculous. Tell you what I'll do. I'll step outside and close the door. When I knock at the door, Jimmy, you open it and see what happens. Okay. Don't forget to open the door when I knock. Jimmy. Don't worry, I won't. Good. I'll close the door. I don't see how I can pop He won't, Miss Lane. You can bet on that. Listen. Jimmy, Jimmy, quickly, open that door. Well, well, open it, open it. Okay, Mr. White. He's not here. Oh, of course he's not there. Just another trick. He knocked at the door and then skipped off down the corridor. You're wrong, Chief. I'm right here in this room with you. What? 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 You can't see me. Because, well, you see, I'm invisible. Oh, yes, I don't understand this. Oh, I don't. Well, it looks as if Clark Kent has solved the mystery of the invisible man. Do you know how he did it? Well, then, be sure to listen in for the solution when we present our next episode with Superman. And remember, tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman. Up in the sky. Look. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.